hurry, hurry, hurry down to Paramnesia Theater. Gather round as four friends share, rewatch, and possibly ruin favorite films from their childhoods. Be sure to come early and get a good parking spot because there's always a good show at the drive-in. Now that'll be $5 a ticket, please. Welcome back, moviegoers, to Paramnesia Theater. I'm Rebecca, and I'll be your movie connoisseur this episode, which is a term we use very loosely here at the theater. Joining me, of course, are tonight's also loosely titled movie critics, Anna. Hello. Tim. That's a new one. And Riley. Hello. <laughs> I was trying you to think of something. stole my thing. Oh. <laughs> Howdy. Tonight, we're going to have our cake and eat it too with this 1996 classic Matilda, co-starring and directed by show favorite Danny DeVito. Whoop, whoop. Before we get started, be sure to stop by the concession stand for some homemade chocolate cake made with Chef Cookie's blood, sweat, and tears. Get it while supplies last. Now sit back, relax, and turn on your heated seats while we talk a little bit about this magical feature film. Hell yeah, I'm excited for this one. I've been so excited, I can't wait to watch it with you guys. I purposely forgot what we were going to watch. So all day today I was just like, I can't wait to be reminded about what we're watching tonight. I'm really excited, I'm, I'm glad I forgot. I That's heard. cool. I have no idea what happens in this movie. I'm torn between her being a wizard or a ghost. It mm. is neither of those. I didn't think so. <laughs> I you feel just like, said you did. I feel like those are good guesses. The wizard is a good guess. The ghost is a weird guess. I Maybe wouldn't really say a wizard, though, because there's no like potions or wands or anything. It's just her mind. Yeah. Oh, so she's like Professor X. Or she kind of people's minds, I thought. Oh, yeah, okay. she doesn't do that. A Jedi? Closer to a Jedi, I think, okay. yeah. Or so, a Sith. Mm. <laughs> Matilda's totally a Jedi. Okay. Definitely mm. chaotic good. I mean, I feel like the most I remember about this is the recent meme where they play, like, I don't know, Rob Zombie or something to... Uh, this they do like this cut scene of some dance scene in matilda with like kids sing, going down a hallway and they do it like rob zombie plays over it and yes. that's the most i know about this i didn't know that that was from the movie matilda but i showed you that the other day i recall it yeah i was very pumped i was like this is excellent this is a hundred percent well done but i had no fucking clue it was about matilda oh i didn't know you didn't know that no <laughs> that's I was funny. just very interested in i knew that's not the music that originally went to it obviously but i no. didn't know what fucking movie it was about i can't remember what song that is but it's like the classic 90s song so let it was let the bodies hit the floor isn't no it? no i mean in the actual movie oh uh, i don't know <laughs> that was let the bodies the floor was the one that played on yours yeah oh yeah no this was a totally different song oh. i saw what was it i don't know the name awesome classic <laughs> no nothing oh you. that one <laughs> yeah uh no thank you uh i did write down the plot a little bit uh matilda is a lonely little girl who becomes so smart she gains psychic abilities and uses them to fight her friend's bullies including the sadistic child-hating principal trunchbull wow yeah i didn't expect that at all really yeah, I literally have no idea what this movie is about. Did you have a, th a thought of what the plot might be? Um, no, honestly. I, I don't know. 
if Danny DeVito is a good guy or a bad guy. Something tells me he's a bad guy. And I thought the weightlifting lady was a good person. No. Mm. No, she's the villain of this movie. She's you, a great villain. You love to hate her. Like, yeah. She's awful. I'm excited. This is what I'm going in like really blind to. I'm really curious. I can't wait to see how these psychic powers manifest and like why. Is this like a wish upon a star situation? Or is it a deep seated trauma situation? No, it's neither. It's she just learns. She just picks up books and goes to the library all the time because she has like no friends and her family hates her. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry. Spoilers. Spoilers. Mm. Getting excited. She doesn't live in an orphanage? No. Pretty much she does, though, because her parents don't do anything to help her. I thought that's what was happening, too. Are you thinking of Little Orphan Annie? No, I'm thinking of one where, like, this poor orphan girl had to climb between two buildings while it rained out (gasps) on a board. And she, like... That's Little Princess. That's one of my favorite movies. What? Who's in it? (sighs) I don't know. People. But she's, like... (laughs) She's, like, a, a British girl and she gets sent to this boarding school in america and her father goes off to war i think it's world war one is it shirley temple that's no, in it? no not even close oh that movie was like from the 90s shirley temple is from much earlier yes i, I remember watching she not be a child shirley temple movie movies made. but I, I don't remember watching a movie called little princess little either. princess yeah i don't i've never heard of this movie oh it's so good it's heart-wrenching because they think her father dies at war mm-hmm. so she gets made to like work at the school because she can't have her tuition paid anymore because her father's dead wow yes and that's when she climbs to the other roof because she's trying to escape out of this fucked up school that like treats her like a servant cool you should put this movie on your list oh okay i would definitely will because i love that movie cool my god yes that's right it's called the little princess it's got the onion knight in it oh cool um sir davos from game of thrones no. He was just in that new vampire movie called The Last Voyage of... Demoter. The, yeah, something like that. Oh. I don't yeah, know, it just came out. Yeah, something. It's one of those weird, like, scary movies that they're like, let's release this in July. And you're like, it was for weird. what purpose? Like, <laughs> who wants to be scared in July? It's a pirate movie. It goes with the summer theme. It's, it's not, not a it's pirate about Dracula. Movie, I know, it's, but it's like out on sea and it's a ship. I think, and I'm, I don't know the plot of this movie, but I assume the... I'm not sure anybody does because I'm not sure anybody saw They're rough saw sailors. It. Rough sailors getting eaten by Morpheus. Morbius? Morbius, yeah, not Morpheus. <laughs> not, the, not the guy from the Matrix. Maybe, Morbius. Maybe, yeah. That's an interesting movie. It's I'd Morbin time. Back to task, sorry. Yes, um... This movie was released on August 2nd, 1996. IMDb gives it a 7 out of 10 stars. Mm. So it's really good. Classic that might, movie. That might be one of the highest rated ones we've had on the uh, podcast so far. Yeah, this one's probably like a critically acclaimed kind of thing. Mm. In all this time, I had no idea. I thought she was a little witch that's going to be flying around. Nope. I thought the whole movie was about witchcraft. Nope. Nothing to do with witches, actually. Butter my biscuit. Well, it's probably a classic because Dan DeVito's in it. And uh, Rhea Perlman. My God. We're not going to, for the first time, we're not going to be able to say, you know who would play that better? Danny DeVito. 
Maybe there's another role in the movie that he could play. The big mean Along with the one he already plays. Oh. Yeah, he could Eddie Murphy that shit and just play everybody. Yes. Even the little girl. That's yes. a movie I'd watch. <laughs> that, that sounds like the perfect movie. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to make that. does sound good. But now we have to think of who could replace Danny DeVito. <gasps> yeah. Whoa. Cheech Marin. You should watch the movie first. I agree. I'm just speculating wildly. Yeah. But, okay. Apparently this is a very bad dude, and I can't imagine Cheech Marin playing a really bad dude. I agree. I mean, I could see him try. I just don't know if I could believe it. And be like, he what? seems so friendly. Yeah. Mm. Is okay. this a front? Are you in pain? You seem like a real nice person. Do you, do you have a thorn in the bottom of your foot you need pulled out? <laughs> <laughs> the tagline for this movie is, A little magic goes a long way. Mm. Hmm. So does she read things like the Darkhold to get these no, powers? Just books. Literally, just books. Like a she just science learns book, like math. yeah, science, maths, all of it. She gets really, really smart. She, oh, so it's one of those situations where she opens up more than five percent of her brain or yes, whatever humans use. Yeah, I mean, all I know about this movie is that the class was gonna sh- one of our classes was gonna have us watch it, and then my mom wouldn't sign the permission slip, so we couldn't watch it. It's rated PG. Oh, parental guidance. That makes sense. Oh, it had nothing to do with ratings. It never did. It was whatever. For the most part, it was like the movie itself. I'm going to assume that mm. what really happened is they were along what Riley was thinking. Mm. And they thought it was some sort of witch magic girl. Mm. And uh, and so we're just like, no, you can't watch that. Oh. That's inappropriate. We should stop talking about it. Because I feel like I already have more opinions than I normally do going into Show seeing a movie I have in one seen. minute. Well, now we're watching it. Mm-hmm. I can hear it starting up. I'm going to need some milk with this cake. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go find our seats. We're happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. And while you relax and stretch, visit our concession where you'll find something to please you. There are ice-cold drinks, delicious sandwiches, ice cream, coffee and snacks and many other pleasing treats. Our foods are fresh and tasty, our drinks satisfying and refreshing. That was freaking fantastic. Yeah? Yeah, I had a blast. That was a lot of fun. What a fan... Yeah, no, I had a really good time watching that movie. This is definitely one of my favorite movies, but I have not seen it in, like, a decade. And it was nice to go back to it and see some things that I had forgotten about. Like when she tosses that girl by her pigtails. Yeah, no, it, it was great. I really, I really enjoyed it. It was not at all what I expected it to be. No, I, I really... I, I thought it was going to be more, like, heavily trauma- traumatic for some reason. Like, I thought it wasn't going to be as light as it was. Mm. even with like the intensity of it boy we had complete opposite feelings on that i thought it was going to be so much lighter i was like what is going on this is like this is kind of on the ver it was uncomfortable really it made, yeah was it the cake the cake torture uh no just like the child treatment was like very overwhelming the way it was shot it was like heavily dramatic so just like the feeling like the vibe that it puts you in and then like the actions that were happening on top of that were just very like 
When they first showed the closet that she puts them in when they're bad, the choke hold or whatever. The chokey? Yeah, the chokey. Yeah. And, like, there's nails through it, and it looks like there's, like, a ventilation shaft or something where they're being smoked out inside this tiny little thing. I thought that was an exaggeration, you know, when, like, kids, like, exaggerate how bad something is. Mm. And then it's like, no, that's that's really what it is. Yeah, well. She puts children in there. I thought that, too, um, until Miss Honey kind of confirmed that it was real by, like, getting Matilda out of it. I was yeah. like, oh, I thought, okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But why didn't any teachers report this? From my understanding... From what I saw, there was one teacher, and that was Miss Honey. Yeah, I don't believe there were any other teachers, even though they referenced them, because I never saw, like, a mailbox with multiple names. Uh, mm. Yeah. Even, not even another classroom door, really. No, well, it showed other, when the kids came out at the end, it showed, like, them coming out of a bunch of classrooms, but there was no adults. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess the other kids just hang out and learn independently. <laughs> Miss Honey's the only one that teaches Oh, there's actually just multiple Miss Honeys. Oh, my God. They're all Miss Honeys. They're Miss Honey clones. Mm. Miss Honey Bees. <laughs> no. Ooh. No. No? Okay. I don't know. This could be an alternate version. Could be. Different reality. That's perfect. I think they didn't have the budget for extra. Extra teachers. Yeah. Too <laughs> expensive. Mm. They had a whole bunch of kids. So that's probably took up the majority of that budget. Yeah, but they must have made a lot of money on that movie, probably. It seems like it should have been a financial success. IMDb said that the budget was $36 million, mm-hmm. And that it grossed $33.5 million. Oh, shit. It lost money? But I didn't understand it because it said domestic and globally it was the same amount of money. So... Either it only released in the U.S. anyway. Oh, maybe it did. Or IMDb just doesn't make sense. So, yeah, it seems like it lost two and a half million. Wow. Hmm. Which is sad because it's a classic. It definitely is a classic. Was it uh, released in theaters or? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's shocking. I hope Danny DeVito got a good chunk of that budget that went into building making this movie. Actually, I hope Miss Trunchbull did. Yeah, she that- was great. Yeah. yeah, she was probably the best actress in the movie. Yeah, it was uh, quite the performance. It was very impressive. Mm-hmm. She was scary, yeah. Everything I- about her appearance was, like, terrifying. Like, she had yellow teeth, her hair was, like, in that very tight bun, and she had, like, splotchy skin. Those big boots, always yeah. the big stompers. And mm. the, the horse whip thing. The crop, yeah. Crop, yeah. Yeah, she was terrifying, her belt buckle had like teeth or claws that were on it. Her costume, yeah, was just fucking spot on. Yeah, she I looked love, really yeah. good. How you're like, she's gonna hit kids with that crop, mm. and no, just goes straight to throwing them out the second story window. She did. She threw like three kids and, in that movie, didn't and, she? Yeah, and not only did they survive, they like laughed about it. Yeah, I liked when all the little kids cheered that the little girl got up at the end and threw her arms up like, yeah. yeah. After being six inches away from impalement on Dude, those spikes. She was so close to that gate fence thing. Mm. Instant death. I'm not, if this was a, more of an actual horror movie, you would have seen like impaled kids. Well, so fun yeah. fact, that was the third actress in that role because of... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she did defy like physics by skating along in that field of flowers and being able to pick them. Mm. I'm not sure how you would do that the way she was throwing. yeah it was weird because it seemed like matilda would be able to do that but you wouldn't mm. do that naturally 
Yeah. I couldn't believe how long it took for her to use her powers. Like, at all, really. She really didn't use them until the last, like, third of the movie. It went from zero to ten, though. Yeah. yeah. It was like, I can move this chariot to, yeah. like, I can do 12 different things at once just by looking at it the first time, and it just keeps happening. Yeah, that was that was pretty intense. She, her training regimen was not anything like, you know, they build it up to be in comic books. She was just like, I'm going to make some cereal. Got that one. Let me change my whole living room around and have it spin while I sit. Yeah, it was more Impressive. of like training through like a Yoda style, mm. like t- mm-hmm. various tasks versus in the beginning, there wasn't the really the science books that did it so much as it was the magic side. It was. I don't remember that really at all, that it was um, letting the hate flow through her that really... I feel like uh, magic isn't really like the right word. It's not. More like a, a mis- mystic thing? I don't know. The force. Yeah, because it wasn't like yeah spells or like... It didn't really reference any type of magic. It was just like it was supernatural. Mm. Maybe even more than like magic. She's a book witch. Mm. Mm. She learned her spell or inspiration for her telekinesis through reading all those books. Because that's all she did for like her entire life was just read books. I did write down at the beginning, I was like, what if all of this could be explained away as a coincidence? And for a while, I was like, it still could be. As coincidence? Yeah. The powers? Yes, like the Newt thing and um, what was the thing she did before that? The TV blowing up. Yes, the TV blowing up. I was like, Mm. what what if it's all coincidence? Like, let me try to play devil's advocate at the end. And then I was like, no, I scratched that. She's... You know, making shit fly all around her house. So, but I see why you say that because when they went to dinner that one night, and the waiter like spilled everything or whatever, her dessert landed perfectly with the fork mm-hmm. in it and stuff, mm-hmm. and she didn't have her powers at that part in the movie, and I thought that was weird too. Yeah, I chalked it up to like, uh, why does good things the opposite of why does good things always happen to bad people like oh of course it happens to her because oh. she, she's good and the rest of them are a karmic response yes mm-hmm. yeah i thought it was like a mathematic thing where she was like if i do this here then this and that and the other thing mm. and maybe it is Could is be. that what algebra but that, is? Was, that was before we learned it was magic <laughs> well she also set out to punish her father and ended up punishing the whole family in that whole fiasco quite frankly i would have watched an entire movie about that little girl playing pranks on like her family and dad forever for a while i thought that's what it was going to be i was like oh okay cool it's she's going to play pranks on people and that's going to be dope and then it took a turn but like i think i would have had fun watching this movie no matter what happened in it that could be a fun tv series for it to be Mm. um just her pranking her family and stuff for a bunch of episodes I did take notes on when she was, like, punishing him. She dyed his hair with peroxide, and then she glued his hat to his head. And then she got her powers, and then she can do whatever the hell she wants. I did think it was cool that she used her powers to protect her family, even though they're really shitty to her. Like, when she was moving the box on the FBI guys, and then took the tape from them. Well, she also didn't want to go to federal orphanage. I was a little surprised by that character choice to have her you know, save her dad. Because it seems like maybe she was thinking long-term because her dad couldn't, you know, sign adoption papers or something if he was in prison. Mm. Why couldn't he? I don't know. I don't know how prison works. I don't know if they give you things to sign in prison. 
they take away your rights, so maybe you can't. I don't know how. We don't I, need I don't to know. get into this. I, I don't know how that really works, but I'm sure she had a long con situation in mind, maybe. Hmm. I mean, speaking of, like, the TV show, like, idea of it, I was thinking that, like, if this was a Netflix movie, the TV show spinoff they would be doing is about the two detectives. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And maybe there would somehow be, like, another child that's discovered in the neighborhood. But, like, they realize when Matilda, like, who she is, so they start watching her instead. Oh, shit, yeah. One thing that I want to point out, I laughed so hard, maybe internally, but when Danny DeVito turns out to be a used car salesman, Danny DeVito's been a used car salesman in so many fucking things, and he looks like a used car salesman. Like, if if he wasn't an actor... I would mm-hmm. fully expect him to be a lifetime career used car salesperson. Yeah, definitely. And he's got a high charisma. He would fucking sell all the cars. He did. He sold so many cars. Overpriced. And garbage cars. Yeah. They were terrible. You could tell by looking at them they were terrible. He's putting sawdust in there and gluing the bumper on. The part where he um, uses the drill to turn the speedometer backwards. Did that ever work in any year of car? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They eventually made it, like, built into the the whole kind of case there. So, like, where your speedometer is and, like, all that. Like, it's all, like, sealed. Mm -hmm. So, if it's tampered with, like, it's very noticeable now at this point. So, most of the time, as far as I'm aware, you can't really get away with it. Yeah, I think it's also, like, computers now, too. So, it's not the same as just dialing it backwards. I'm pretty sure a lot of them, if you uh, have to replace... Like the thing is replacing the entire, like if the speedometer breaks, it's a replace the entire unit, I think. I don't mm. think you can, they can just Probably. go in and replace the one. Hmm. <laughs> I could be talking out of my ass, though. I believe it. Your facts. Not that you're talking out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Little of both. On the topic of Danny DeVito being a car salesman, uh, one thing that did not hold up are the car prices. Because, yeah. like, what happened to those, man? Well, they were all over the place. Well, yes. He mentions yes. the car for $68, and then all of a sudden he writes a zero on the end of, or two, like, two zeros on the end of 100 to make it $10,000. And I'm like, well, this is quite inconsistent. Mm. You're selling $68 cars and $10,000 cars. Yeah, I, I don't, what I struggle with also, his lot was filled with, like, nice looking cars. And yet inside his shop made it seem like he would slap together any hunk of crap. And I don't think Danny DeVito has the skills to paint the cars nicely. Maybe he did. Maybe that was his whole talent. But, like, I don't know. It was just seemed, it seemed off. It seemed like he had some nice cars out there. Well, and it's really interesting that he's always in these nice clothes, like nice suits and everything, and, like, all about looking nice. And, like, from all evidence in the movie he just works on his vehicles in full nice yeah. Yeah. and like never gets dirty it's so true i that found that true. very interesting that, that's what my mechanic does too mm. he, he works in a three-piece suit it's pretty impressive it's commitment yeah um i really enjoyed the uh the shots that the director did between matilda and her parents especially especially like in the beginning they really shoot it so that when she's talking to them, the camera is pointing up to them, and when they're talking to her, it's pointing down, and you really get this dyna- like this power dynamic of mm-hmm. like weak to strong, and like it really helps build in that like the whole idea of like they're not paying attention to her, they could really care less, like they're never going to listen. I thought that was uh, really well done. 
yeah the cinematography in this movie was really great they they achieved like the desired effect in almost every shot like every situation that needed to feel a certain way like i felt it i was like oh my god i'm intimidated by yeah. trouble when they're zoomed in like this and like it they did all of that really well except for the dutch angles they could have done away with the dutch angles which ones were those i didn't so, notice them at all oh it's when like all of a sudden the per like they it's just like a shot where a person is kind of the camera is at like a 45 degree angle oh okay yes. gotcha yeah so i noticed that several times i was like it doesn't need this there's no actual reason for it they do it a lot in the thor movies the early thor movies so yeah i mean the acting was really good but the way that the shots were done it be, almost became like a part of the story it really influenced how mm. you felt in a scene and like what came across yeah I, I really enjoyed it i thought it was phenomenal the whole way through too which was even better because i feel like there's a lot of movies where sometimes it, they'll, be, they'll like pick a certain emotional part and suddenly like really like you can start feeling that shot in a specific way but then like when that's gone it kind of goes back to like a, i don't know like a goofier a, movie or like a whatever. just kind of a standard doesn't seem there's much thought put into it but this really felt thought out like the entire way yeah, yeah. And it was just yeah it was impressive yeah they did a really good job it was like really scary when they wanted it to be scary mm-hmm. even as an adult i was like ooh, yikes they had really intense close-ups that like brought you really like you were in that situation with matilda yeah like when she was climbing down the stairs to the basement and all that crap was on the stairs, and she was trying not to knock him over. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. In a tight little space. It was... That whole scene where she's chasing them through the house is, like, scary. Way too scary. And everything's bolted shut. Why would you do that to your own house? Yes. Bolt that... all the doors. And then when she ripped the chains off with those huge locks. Oh, mm. my God. She's more powerful than Matilda. Jump from the second floor railing, just right down. No questions at. I mean, yeah, that's another thing with like the shots. Just the way that whole chase scene was shot, it just seemed like this insanely powerful person was going to get to you no mm-hmm. matter what. Like, yeah, it had me tense. I was like, you know, wait, like, you know, bated breath, like, what is going to happen? Like, yeah. it was intense. Yeah, that shot of her jumping from the second story, like, obviously that woman didn't leap from the second floor. But I was really convinced, and it looked really fucking good. Mm. And I was like, I'm so intimidated by this gigantic woman right now. It was it was awesome. I was in that scene 100%. I loved it. And then they get out of the house, and she follows him, and she's got that like shot put on a chain, and she's just blindly whipping it through the grass, to just, like, just will, willy-nilly like wanting to hit someone. Like, yeah. The anger that woman had was wild 100 percent, mrs trunchbull has killed in her life yes oh yeah definitely no chance she hasn't and she will again (laughs) (laughs) she was in the olympics i don't think you kill people in the olympics that's why she's never been invited back because Uh, of that mm, murder mm -hmm. that's it (laughs) she shot put some dude's head and then javelined it oh god she is terrifying right out of midair yes one after the other and she threw hammers, too, or something, which I've never heard of <laughs> being in the Olympics. No, so the hammer toss is the ball on a chain. Oh. Yeah, so it, it's super intense. Look up videos of it. It's just like, you know, a shot put or a javelin or a discus in the, in the motion, but it is just a 
ball on the end of a long chain with like two handles and they spin like a mad person whipping this shit around and then they fucking hurl it out into that field Mm. it's so intense wow yeah sounds a little bit more intense than shot put and that's pretty wild it yes it's much more like they have to have big um net things or like a cage oh around yeah it. just in case it gets loose yeah yeah, yeah. otherwise like oh d- man d- dunzo i can only imagine the damage yeah and trunchbull's like fucking fling those around smash them she, she was javelin javelining her own house mm. the whole house was full of hammer holes and shot put holes she had a pyramid of shot puts like in her bedroom she had a bunch of them a bunch yes. of pyramids of them it was crazy. Also, I liked the when they showed Miss Honey try to do it, and it immediately like brought her down to the floor. Just about mm, that was yeah. a cool way to show like really how heavy those things are. Yeah. yeah, they had a lot of really great subtle shots that like, you know, they they were obvious enough, but like you kind of had to pay attention. Just like Matilda's family in in the background and whenever in the in the living room after she has done something like he's dyeing his hair and. Um, fuck there was something else oh and the cops when they're talking to his wife they're obviously selling boats because they've got the boats in there which is funny but then when they're leaving the one cop goes did you want a timeshare as he closes the door and it's like these people are so dumb that like they can change what they're selling in front of them well you were you were tim pointed out that he had the recorder in his hand With yeah. his coffee or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was just pointing right at her, like recording the whole time. She played a fantastic person. That was dumb as the dumbest thing I've ever seen. They're the mm. tackiest family in America. Oh my god, their style was so bad. I yeah. saw the house and I was immediately put back in the early 90s. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is quite the flashback to childhood. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, their comforter or their whatever their blanket the thing was situation? was so disgusting looking. At. I hate the colors that they that they put together for that. It was awful. His alarm clock had a bunch of dice all the way around. Yeah, yeah. that was weird. <laughs> yeah, so fucking tacky. But I did really like that one dress she had when they went out to dinner, and it was like the shorts, the like spandexy shorts, and then it had like mm. um flaps of material over top yeah it was like it looked like a mini skirt with like an overskirt that had the splits so that it was like double layered yeah it was really cool i really enjoyed that i think she had like that fancy pink boa shirt with it wasn't that the one maybe yeah she had a lot of crazy stuff going on and she had one of those bingo visors or poker visors or whatever the green she Mm. went to bingo every day yes she won a lot so she said. She was one of the only actors that I had a different actor for. And who'd you have? Marissa Tomei. Oh. Doesn't ring a bell. I, uh, I know the name. She, she, so have you seen the new Spider-Man movies? Which new Spider-Man With Tom movies? Holland? Yes. The one, so she's his aunt. Oh, yeah, I do know her. Yeah. She's from my cousin Vizzy, Vinny, Vizzy, yeah. <laughs> Vinny as well. She was much younger in that. She was. They both were. Yeah. That's a fantastic movie. Have you seen My Cousin Vinny? Um, With Joe Pesci. I, I think I saw bits and pieces because I was at a commercial break and something I wanted to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Message received. 
you know, I'm sure what I was watching wasn't any good either, but there was a time where I, that was the majority of my job was just sitting there surfing TV channels. So I saw bits and pieces of a lot of different movies, but I don't really count it as like seeing the movie. It doesn't count. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the only other person that I had an actress for was Miss Honey. Could be Jennifer Garner. I can see that. Yeah. They look alike. I think that would be a pretty solid choice. Otherwise, I couldn't come up with anybody. I thought the casting in this was incredible. I can't imagine Trunchbull being anyone but her. No, she was perfect. Mm. She was fucking terrifying. Also, going back to what you said about um, the cinematography and how they show you different things, I thought it was cool when they showed... Um, it was silhouetted, but it was Trunchbull next to Danny DeVito. Yes. And it was just showing like how absolutely large she is. She was gigantic next to... I mean, he's not tall, but... Still, she was like twice his size. Mm. Yeah. That was intense. So I, I didn't have anyone from Matilda. I actually wrote, I feel bad putting a child actor in this position. <laughs> <laughs> I also had that thought too. Pass. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that many child actors anymore either. So there was a fair amount of child abuse shown in that movie. I don't think they're going to make another Matilda. Let's hope, hope they don't. You know, that kid that played Anakin Skywalker, I, I would watch him in this. That could be. Of course you would. You're so <laughs> mean. so cruel. I feel like that could be interesting. That'd be a different version. He was just dead in the back of the chokey. <laughs> no, I meant as Matilda. If it was like a different version, I think it could be an interesting Matilda. Hayden Christensen? No. No, that's, <laughs> that's the middle one, right? He's like the grown up one, yeah. Yeah. Teenage one. Yeah. Wasn't there an old one? Yeah, I, I consider uh, James that. Earl Jones. Yes. <laughs> the older one. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so for the dad, I had Jim Carrey. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Um, heavily inspired by his character in Lemony Snicket's and a lot of like that attitude. I was like, man, I really feel he would nail this. That's true. He was a really good Count Olaf. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a really interesting take. I never would have thought that way. That's cool. And then for the mom, I put Margot Robbie. Mm. Oh yeah, she she'd do that pretty good. Like, she would do that really opposite well. Opposite Jim Carrey would be interesting. I think they could feed off each other pretty well. So that's a whole different tone, I think, for the movie though. Yeah, and then um, I I couldn't think of anyone for for uh, Miss Honey or the the aunt there. I just yeah, I just those two. I was like, I feel pretty solid in these, so I just mm. did the two. Well, in your alternate movie, Danny DeVito can be Trunchbull. Ooh. Mm. John Goodman mm. could be a trunchbull. Mm. Mm. Yeah, he'd make a terrifying trunchbull. Yeah. Especially after seeing him in that uh, Cloverfield Lane or whatever, 10 mm. Cloverfield Lane. I never saw that one, but I did hear it was creepy. It was really good, I think. A long time ago. I don't remember it. But <laughs> Ooh, John C. Riley. Mm. Mm. As the dad. Oh, see, no, I want the full just creepy John C. Riley. I think him leaning more on like the scary not going for any humor just fully focusing on like a terrifying person like i don't know i feel like he'd do a pretty good job he is an interesting there's like there's a couple movies with him where he plays more of like a serious role and it's it's something to see yeah he can give you those those kind of creep like vibes Mm. i don't have anybody i didn't think anybody good to replace the people in this movie I thought they all did fantastic, so I don't know. I didn't come up with any. I didn't either. I was like, this is, movie can just be the way it is. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. 
it is cast really well. They did a really great job with this one. Yeah, I think everyone did a really good job. Even the smaller roles were perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they did a very good job with the cast. It was cool to see the 90s style in it as well. Like, I feel like they shouldn't make it a modern time for this movie. It just felt right being in the 90s with the... Mm. Like the little dresses that Matilda wore and stuff, like and the yeah. dresses Miss Honey wore yeah. as an elementary school teacher. They spot like matched. On. <laughs> yeah. Um, did we talk about yet yeah, about how uh, how odd it was having Danny DeVito kind of like narrating as like a third person view while also being in the movie? Yeah, that was weird. It was weird. It was confusing a little bit. I was like, oh, he's so nice. When Maybe it's him after he got rid of his daughter. Maybe so, he's a really nice guy. That's what I was waiting for. I was like, at the end, we're going to see there was some big change, and now he's like this nicer guy. And then the, So I was kind of feeling that way the whole time. And then there's like the self-proclaimed, like, let her adopt me thing. And I was like, oh, man, I, I really had no, I have no idea what's happening right now. Mm. It was jarring when, um, like, you could hear him narrating and then his character would speak. Like, there was a distinct difference between his tonal inflection and everything that you could mm. tell yeah, not the same person talking. He's such a great actor. I feel like people don't give him enough credit because he's, like, funny, but he's awesome. He's done a lot of different roles. Yeah. He directed this one, too. He produced it as well. And produced it, yep. His name was up there a bunch. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's that's a very fun fact. Listen, I'm always a Danny DeVito fan. Like he he made me think and feel like he was a scumbag. Like I did not want to watch more of him. Like not because he wasn't done well, because I was like this person is really truly disgusting. And like I, the less I see, the better. They yeah. keep a fucking igloo cooler full of beer in their living room. <laughs> like they, they don't live anywhere else in this stupid house. You know, I think that this movie is what I know Danny DeVito from. Hmm. I think this is the movie that I'm like, oh, yeah, he's from Matilda. I think this is the youngest version of him that I've seen. Like, he looks really, I don't know, young. I mean, yeah. all things considered. He looks the same to me no matter what movie I've seen him in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does always look the same in my mind. So one power I don't think they talked about Matilda having, but she definitely has a 100 sneak score because like she was right out in front of people several times and then she was like and she snuck away and Mm -hmm. they were like fucking looking at her but they never caught her i wonder if that has to do with how like the whole story nobody really sees her you know Hmm. they just kind of ignore her so much that they don't see her anymore yeah her family doesn't even see her yep her family is the worst they're terrible I don't know. I think they're pretty low on the scale in like comparison to like Harry Potter's relatives there and like the real bad parental figures. I feel like they were kind of right in the middle. She didn't live in a closet, so yeah, they weren't like. I mean, they punished her for stupid stuff, but they weren't like torturing her or anything. Yeah, they weren't any good yeah. punishments. The worst thing was when he held her uh, face forward to look at the TV and watch the most boring show. The worst show that ever. I've ever like seen on TV. Sticky money, ma'am. <laughs> like, there's only one way that this is exciting, and it's if you are the sticky money man. That's the only way that show is exciting. Otherwise, why would I get excited? Because you're sticky, 
and grabbing cash. And like, I'm just watching you do this. Well, he's really just grinning like that because the glue they use just has so many fumes on it. When they stick him in that tube, he's just like waiting in there until everything starts. He's getting high as shit off his own fumes. Well, John Lovitz did say, he was like, oh, if you know, you break out in a rash or anything from this sticky stuff, it's not our fault on the show. <laughs> That's your own problem. Yeah. Little disclaimer there. That show made her so mad that she blew up the TV. I mean, that's yeah. how bad it was. The only two reasonable adult people in this movie were Miss Honey and the librarian. Yes. Mm, I don't know. There was that moment when they break into, like that whole scene when they break into the house. Even like right before, the the way that uh, Miss Honey kind of starts, she's like starts to like walk the line of having a mental break for a little while there with like the way she's behaving and like the heavy flashbacks and stuff like she starts to act a little bit like friend i was waiting for like a little bit of a snap but like it was a finely walked line but like she felt very frazzled and like definitely i i guess the only thing that separates her apart like she's not um it's not like a a malicious Mm -hmm. or well the cops aren't really malicious either but they're really, really stupid. They were really dumb for FBI agents. Yeah. Yeah. How did you not realize all those packages were car parts or whatever? Like they being were delivered to all crazy. House. Yeah. Did you notice that throughout the movie they had more and more packages in the house all yeah. the time? Yeah. Stacking. <laughs> that was up. funny. Yeah, and like the, the cops were very dumb when they're arguing about the camera. Like, do you know where the adjustable eyepiece is? Mm. Well, back then, babe, those cameras were top of the line yeah i know but it's like it's right there and then he's like you're gonna drop it and then i'm not gonna drop it and then they go on about that for like a good amount of time mm. you know who i kept picturing for the cops i don't the blues brothers oh who's that dan Aykroyd and john belushi is it john yeah. belushi yeah i don't think i've ever seen that movie that's a good one too but they could have been the cops i could have been cool because it wasn't yeah. right around that time period, too, I think. Mm. I don't know when that movie came out. Early 90s, wasn't it? Oh, I couldn't tell you. I've never seen it either. I saw it once. I had a, I do think it's early 90s, though. That sounds right. Probably, because the sequel is called Blues Brothers 2000. And it came out in or around the year 2000. So That makes sense. I can't imagine it would come out much earlier than the 90s. This movie was 98, right? 96. 96. Yeah, it feels it, man. I loved it. I loved feeling like it was the 90s. Because I definitely haven't seen that movie since probably the 90s. The so. TV dinners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They make them look really good. I was surprised. I, Did I, they? I, Hers looked pretty sad. It was like a pancake and some peas or something in hers i don't know oh i thought it was like turkey slices with gravy mashed potatoes and green beans oh i guess you paid attention more um, than i did maybe <laughs> i got i mean i got hungry okay so yeah <laughs> you got more cake no i got hungry for turkey with gravy and mashed potatoes oh. <laughs> <laughs> but like the cheap turkey that's kind of like you know it's got a little bit of a kind of ham squishiness to it you know mm, yeah got that right amount meat, of... kinda. yeah 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 mm. i could go for some turkey i've got a frozen one if you give me 12 to 14 hours i could thaw it and then i could cook it 
and no less than three and a half hours. So I could have us a turkey and... By dinner time tomorrow. By Thanksgiving. (laughs) Perfect. I think that's perfect timing. Uh, Did anyone have any delicious dialogue? I have a ton. This movie had so much dialogue. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I I have a few good ones, too. You go ahead. Okay. Um, At one point, Danny DeVito said, Today, we diddle the customer. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Do you want to go first? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, that's fine. Um, I also thought it was funny when he called her a wiseacre, because I heard that a lot as a child, too. Mm. Mm. Um, Trenchbull said, use the rod, beat the child. (laughs) 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 Which is horrible. (laughs) So fucked up. Um, When Rhea Perlman was on the phone, she said to her friend, it would change your life if you waxed there. Trust me. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty, pretty funny. Oh, I thought she said something about waxing leg hair. No, she's definitely said there. Mm. Um, Bruce said, it's hard for me to remember a specific cake. <laughs> I loved it. I love Bruce. He's yeah, great. Yeah, that was funny. So, Bruce, on the topic of him, um, Bruce Bogtrotter is the kid from um, Adam Sandler's The Wedding Singer who gets to place his hands on Drew Barrymore's butt. When oh. they dance, he's he's the one that's sitting all all alone. That's and so she funny. Asked him to dance. Now yeah. that you say it, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he a redhead in that? No, no, no. He had like light brown hair, I think, in that. Mm. Yeah, I super think so. curly. I thought he looked like another fat kid that had red hair, but in another movie, and he was all freckly. I can't remember where he was from. <laughs> <laughs> I think you made him up. I could have. No, he exists. Um, I also had for delicious dialogue. Oh, Miss Trunchbull got mad at their stupid poem and was like, Why are all of these women married? Mrs. D, Mrs. I. And I was like, Some good insight into her character. And it's kind of sad. Maybe what? she's jealous. She's definitely oh, jealous. Definitely jealous. It's so sad. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted to marry her because she's terrifying. I mean, does she, she murder go- them? Yeah, does she go out and, and like try to meet people? I can't imagine she makes a good impression at the bar. <laughs> Look how far I can throw you. <laughs> <laughs> oh Honestly, this movie is like two or three degrees away from actually being a scary movie. Yeah, like yes. it, you oh, could yeah. slide it into something horrifying mm-hmm. with very few tweaks. Well, especially when they have the kids reading all together what Matilda's yes. writing on yes. the chalkboard. Ooh, that's spooky. Kids are creepy as hell in these movies. Mm-hmm. And unprompted, they all just started reading it together. It was, yeah, yeah. yeah. I well, think it would have been cool to see Matilda like torture Trunchbull a little longer, like flare a little bit player skin yeah off. <laughs> well i thought it was weird when they were sneaking around the house it kept showing um her sharpened javelins and her like a little bit set in the background mm. but it looked like they were pointing right at her and it felt like foreshadowing that she was gonna get stabbed to death by one of them but obviously it's a pg movie so that didn't happen right mm. or like force shoved into the chokey and the door just pierce and yeah. like the ending yeah. scene is a pan down with blood just starting to come out from under the door. We should rewrite Matilda. 
Mm. As a horror movie? Blood Tilda. That's so cool. It would be so good. And we'll do Mm. a four-person play of it down at the local theater. Theater house. I'm sure that McCaden would love to have us. (laughs) There's going to be a lot of fake blood on their floor. Yeah, they're going to hate us. (laughs) You know they have nice wood floors, I'm sure. We just plastic everything it's mostly just smashing fake blood around <laughs> like have it in like those ketchup squirters just running around <laughs> i think a really cool horror line that is actually in this movie already um mrs honey was like don't breathe loudly when she's like warning the children mm. that they're coming and mrs trunchbull was like don't breathe at all it was scary <laughs> yes that was I fucking die all of you what if matilda controlled her classmates minds and that's why they started reading all at the same time mm. creepy that that's even creepier creepy. that was at like the maximum takeoff point mm. where like all of her powers were really like everything was just increasing and increasing i could see that happening <sighs> terrifying oh i don't like thinking of it like that their eyes start to get wider and wider and they're like looking around but they can't stop saying it their eyes then blood terror. streaming down their faces no just little tears of blood oh little God. tears it's like the creepy halloween episode of wandavision mm. oh spooky that one had a couple that were pretty intense yeah it did yeah but the people at the edge of the town you know the lady that's hanging the decorations oh yeah, yeah. that was fucking oh. gross i hated that, that part. was pretty creepy i don't like things where people don't have control of their own mind it mm. really fucks me up Imagine being a fucking NPC. Like, you're just living your life, and then all of a sudden you're an NPC. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. That'd be so weird. Like that, isn't there that movie called NPC? What's that movie with Ryan Reynolds? Hey Guy or something like Free that. Guy? Free, Free Guy? Free Guy. Yeah, that was That was a good brilliant. movie. That's an I love that. Movie. That was fun. I feel like a lot of people talked very poorly about that, but I really enjoyed that movie. I did too. That was fun. We saw it at the drive-ins, which was cool. Oh, mm. that sounds nice. I forget what else we saw. We always do the double feature. I only go if both movies are good. Yeah. Mm. So for some more delicious dialogue, I had when Matilda and uh, Miss Honey are looking at the painting of Trumbull, and she's like, whoever painted the Trumbull must have had a strong stomach. A very strong stomach. And, like, it's funny because, I don't know, the Trumbull's obviously ugly, but, like... It's Trunchbull. Trunchbull. Am I saying Trumbull? Yes. Yeah, it's worse than that. I literally wrote Trumbull down. I don't know. Trunchbull. Huh. <laughs> well, anyways, it's not like she's a monster. Like, she's still a human person. Kind of. The portrait did show a much more human side than the... Uh, it was actually pretty flattering. Yes. yes. Honestly, I don't know if she talked them into doing that for she her. She probably but. bullied them into doing that for her. It made sense she was that upset when it went into the fire. That would be terrifying, though. If you're just sitting there trying to enjoy your chocolates, and then your painting comes off the wall and throws itself into the fire, and your brother-in-law's painting comes down the stairs, Mm. oh my god, I'd shit my pants. I would have left that night. I would have been like, nope, nope, I'm done with this fucking house. Well, you saw her the next morning. She looked trash. Yes, she did. Her bun was all undone, like, her shirt untucked, like... She looked wild. She was pretty twisted that night. It was the only thing that brought her out of it was the smelling the the hair tie and realizing <laughs> it was Matilda's, and then that like, I guess gave her the idea that 
it's not a ghost it's a child so i can stop it from happening again that i'm bigger i'm mm. i'm, right, oh, I'm older wrong. i'm right you're wrong yeah. yeah that whole speech yeah that's um she comes in the next day but like she kills that scene like she plays a crazy fucking person so well when she mm. cackles when she's drinking the water and she says and hold the new like <laughs> i was dying but like too terrified to laugh because yeah she, she looked ready to fucking pop and she then she did she threw a kid and like she threw that motherfucker far she did and then she immediately attacked that other child that she saw like the next kid she saw she was like that's the one mm. That was she, nuts. She was literally a bull in a children's shop. Like, just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My favorite quote by Trunchable was, children, disgusting things. Glad I never was one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was really just like, are you sure you should be a part of the education like system? That doesn't seem appropriate for you. I like when she said that, takes them so long to grow up i think they do it on purpose just to annoy me <laughs> why does she have a personal vendetta why does she work at a school mm, who mm. gave her the job yeah at least right. be a gym teacher or something she probably killed the last principal i was gonna oh. maybe magnus was the last principal oh Ooh. did they ever solve True. the murder no they no. pretty much straight up said he was murdered and then just never talked about it again. no they mm. don't talk about it. it's too late statute of limitations Oh, I mean, you still want to know it, right? Trun- Trunchbull ate the body. There was no that evidence. The second Matilda would be, she's like 18 illegal adults. She's discovered, like, been able to prove that it was murder. And then her and Miss Honey go and hunt Trunchbull down. Yeah, to bring her to justice for the murder. Oh, she could be such a good bounty hunter. But what if it wasn't Trunchbull? Oh, that's the third one. The other sister? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. The other sister? I don't think there was one. Trunchable was a stepsister to the mother that yeah. died. Hmm. I don't I was... know why anyone would call her to take care of children. She so blatantly hates them. She's barely even family. Like, yeah. You don't. She clearly doesn't know the child anyway. Those are usually the ones that come for your money. Yeah, that's why you're not supposed to hire them. You never mm. hire the family that you never talk to until someone rich dies. Mm. You don't talk to those people. That seems wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also like when Trunchbull tells Miss Honey, I broke your arm once before and I'll do it again. That like, was oh my god. Up. And then she said, I'm not seven anymore. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah. She was little. That's really intense. How has this woman never been arrested? You've seen the cops that are in the FBI. Yes, like, I can only imagine the local police. those are the good ones. Yeah. Oof. In the, uh, toward the beginning of the movie, her brother was running around calling her what I believe to be dip face. I didn't get that joke. It, was, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. I couldn't. I was, I was hoping that I'd misheard it and one of you guys would correct me and be like, no, it was this. No, but it you was heard dip it right. Face. Yeah. Damn. I think it's a variation of like, um, dip shit, but you can't say shit. Mm. Mm. Well, Miss, what's her name? The principal there called, uh, the one kid pissed something. She did. Piss is okay, though. Shit is not. Wow. I, I thought it was a pretty weird stretch. This isn't a cuss word. It's true. It just feels like one. Yeah. It it's should rude. be. It's a vulgar yeah. word. 
It seemed weird to call a child any word that began any combination of two words where the first one was piss. Yeah. Directed at an eight year old fell off. Did you say piss ant? Was that the it one? wasn't I ant. I didn't think it was else. either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, huh, I, I didn't realize that. That's like, that must be like a, oh boy, whatever, you know, that word you throw on the front of something mm. to describe it in a certain way. I, I just didn't know it. I didn't recognize it either, obviously. Mm. She also called them like boils and pestilence. Like, she, Yeah, she they had... had some really good insults <laughs> that weren't swear words. They did good on that. She did have another good term that I really liked, and I was like, ooh, I want to use that, but I didn't write it down. And that was a mistake. Mm. I would have liked to see a boss fight between her and Danny DeVito mm. over the car. Yes. Yes, I wish good. they included that. Because mm. that storyline kind of ended up going nowhere. I honestly think when it came down to it, Danny DeVito's character would have straight up shot her with like a revolver he has in his pocket. Because that's... Because he's Frank Reynolds. Yes, because he's Frank Reynolds, and it's clearly something that he would be rocking. Or he would have been like, I fixed your car, and it and would have been fixed, except he, like, cut the brake lines, or, like, just oh, down to yeah. where they fail, like, the second mm-hmm. time she uses them, mm-hmm. and then she crashes. Or it lasts just long enough to get out of range, and then explodes. Ooh. It's the early 90s. Big explosions would have been In. spot yeah. on. Big explosions are tight. Tight, tight, What tight, if tight. this movie was directed by Michael Bay? Oh. There would be a lot more explosions. Mrs. Trunchbull would be a fucking Transformer. Okay, I thought that's what we were talking about. You know who else could have been a really good director? Tim Burton. That would have Mm. been even creepier. Yes, Mm. this movie would have been so much scarier. (sighs) I could see it, though. He didn't do James and the Giant Peach, right? He was part of it, but like, I don't think he was the director. He was involved with that. That makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like just knowing that it's the different director would mean it's not shot in the same manner. Like just the mood would be yeah, way different. Yeah. So I don't know if the I don't know if the creepiness factor would be there as much. So much as the odd like it would have been I don't know. I find Tim Burton movies more to feel like this kind of odd universe like than otherworldly kind of creepy yeah yeah and not odd in like a bad way but just like the artwork is is like always aesthetically pleasing in like certain ways it's just very different yeah like oh i agree i just in an alternate world i think it would be so cool to see oh, a yeah. tim burton version of this tim, i don't want them to remake it at all but tim burton should do the horror version yes mm. Mm. yeah that would be really fucking scary I don't know, I feel like he'd run it right in the lines of uh, Beetlejuice. Mm, and, that's true, and, too. And, like, that, that that could be pretty creepy without, like, the over-the-top, like, horror vibe. That's true. He did do Sweeney Todd, too, so that would be... The musical one? Mm-hmm. Mm. Right? I don't know that he did. Maybe. That'd be a fun twist if this was a musical. Hmm. I would definitely watch that. I don't think I'd like it as much if it was a musical. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Unless Danny DeVito was singing as the narrator. I think he only sang in Hercules and said he wouldn't do that again. (laughs) Speaking of music, there were two songs in the soundtrack. (laughs) Imagine paying for the fucking DVD back, or the CD back in 96. Check out the sweet soundtrack I got. So technically there were three songs that played. The first song was Send Me On My Way by Rusted Root, which played 
pretty close to the beginning and it was perfectly placed. It was while she was making pancakes. It went very well. And I was like, oh, cool. This is going to have a rad soundtrack. That'll kind of help offset this like crazy abusive relationship that the, all these adults have with these children. <laughs> and then it, it went to uh, like way much later on. It went to a uh, little bitty pretty one by Thurston Harris. And I was like, okay, so maybe we're finally going to go back to playing a soundtrack. And then it ended by going back to Send Me On My Way by Rusty and Rue. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big song in the 90s. I guess so. It was. It's very interesting to open and close it. I hope they got a deal on that uh, That price. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, I want to give some props to Road Dahl, right? That's his name. I don't exactly know how you pronounce his first name, but yeah, Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl. Dude. That dude, the author of the book, he wrote Matilda, oh, okay. James, James and the Giant Peach, Charlie, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, yep. and other things. Wasn't that the spy? The Fantastic Mr. Fox. The Rolled spy? Wasn't he, wasn't he like a, 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 a retired U.S. spy? I think U.S. spy. US spy. He retired then wrote James and the Giant Peach. I feel like I saw a drunk history on this. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think that's like valid information. What's up? (laughs) This dude is crazy ugly. Roll doll is crazy ugly. That's rude. Makes for a good spy. I mean, like he's balding. He can't uh, help that. No, that's 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 wild, man. Like that's crazy. He's crazy ugly. He's a weird dude. Yeah, he looks like a dude that would write about a giant peach. Yeah, don't put that. He looks normal, but he makes weird faces. I don't know, man. He looks normal in this picture. No, he looks like Nosferatu. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> it's a little harsh. Yeah, rude. Yeah, Ronald Dahl was a World War II spy and fighter pilot. <laughs> when he retired from the military, he had nothing to do, so he wrote, the first, I think his first one was James and the Giant Peach. Interesting. I guess that's why it's so fucked up. No, his first one was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, get out. Yeah. That's from 1964. Mm. Wow. Oh, no, shit. No, you were right. These are not in order chronologically. James and the Giant Peach was 1961. Interesting. Thank you. Um, he also Thank wrote, you, Drunk History and with Derek Waters. <laughs> I've learned so much very small amounts, but accurate history facts from that show. He also wrote uh, the BFG. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, the big wrote, fucking giant. Yep, the big fucking giant. Uh, he wrote The Fantastic Mr. Fox. Great movie. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wrote a lot of things. Some of them did not make it into movies yet, it seems. Well, what are those other books? Oh, there's a ton. The Giraffe and the Pelumi, Going Solo, Revolting Rhymes, The Enormous Crocodile, Their Wonderful Story of Henry, Sugar, SEO Trot, Kiss Kiss. Um, I mean, there's just a lot of them. <laughs> oh, I never heard of any of them. Lamb to the Slaughter. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that was early children's work. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one's actually written by Mrs. Trunchbull. <laughs> <laughs> the Hitchhiker. Yeah, I mean, he, he wrote a lot. It seemed like his most recent one was in 2013. Wow. Yeah. What's that one called? The Umbrella Man. The Umbrella Man? Yes. That sounds a little on edge. Co-written by Rihanna. 
I just picture this guy always standing outside under a street lamp in the pouring rain with an umbrella. That's singing in the rain. No, 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 no. He's just standing there staring at through your window from across the street. Oh, you're making from, it really creepy. Yeah, oh, the okay. umbrella man. He's scary as shit. It's on theme for Okay, doll. yeah, apparently. I don't like it. Let's stop talking about scary stuff. <laughs> I'm killing in the rain. <laughs> Just killing in the rain. Most of the effects look really good in this movie. Like, some are a little funny. Like, you could definitely tell the doll was getting walked over by a dude. Oh, well, my favorite was the kid flying in the sky. That was the only one that was like, yeah, all right, this this dates this movie. I thought that one looked okay. I thought the worst one was, like Anna said, when the girl was sliding through the flowers. That one looked stupid. Like Yeah. It was so intentional that I was like, eh, I can't really mm. say it's bad. They're doing it on purpose. It's not like a whoopsie moment. Yeah. Know? But yeah, once you saw the doll was being held, like someone was holding its legs and walking it over, it was hard to unsee it. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, what more cost-effective way to do the shot, really? So. Yeah. I do think the scene where she had everything flying around her living room looked really good. It did. Yeah, surprisingly, it did. with all those little pieces going around. That Just, is probably where most of the budget went for the movie overall. Yeah. I wanted to be Matilda. That seemed like such a mm-hmm. cool thing. Yeah, I didn't read enough books. It was always what I figured. <laughs> Should have read more math books as a toddler. Yeah. Damn it. Only your parents had neglected you more. Yes, if only I had terrible, terrible parents. Well, she spelled her name of like when she was like months old. Like, mm-hmm. where did she even see the alphabet to like? Babies don't even see that good. I know. So she had supervision then, also. She was always super powered. I guess. I guess. She's just born with it. Yeah. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's because she spun around in the back of the car when they were driving her home. Hmm. It made her brain bigger. Shook her brain? brain. Yeah. (laughs) Just scrambled it right together. I thought it was crazy that her parents forgot to enroll her in school. Like. They forgot how. Well, it's not they even forgot to enroll her. They just thought she was two and a half years younger than she was and then refused to. But at some point, doesn't the school send a letter or like the government Um, sends a letter? Somebody has to pay attention to that, right? There's like a truancy officer. There used to be where like they would check on kids that weren't enrolled. There was like an Adams Family episode where the truancy officer. officer, uh, Truancy officer. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Off my flavored water. Yeah. Vodka flavored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the truancy officer would come and check on the kids. That was an episode of the Adams Family. That's cool. The truancy officer should have headed to that school. Yes. And been like, wow. Oh, Trunchbull killed him mm. too. Oh, probably. Oh, yeah. that's probably okay. Fair. So she just kills anybody that comes sniffing around. Mm. I guess is the plan. That's why there's so many flowers. And then she makes them fertilizer. Into, she has the cafeteria later make him into cakes oh god it's sweeney todd it is sweeney todd she keeps her house like a closet though like that was terrifying why would you want that big house just to like throw trash around i don't know man that was weird but parts of it looked beautiful the entryway and stuff was nice she doesn't use that much she uses the drawing room to throw her javelin into the wall 
That's boring life, man. You clearly have no friends or prospects. Just throwing javelins. Also, when she was, they showed her the first time, I think, in her office, and she was throwing darts. And then the picture of all the kids on the dartboard, that shit was hilarious. Yeah. Also, she was, like, not far, nearly far enough away from that dartboard. <laughs> the amount of charges she would be brought up on is, like, insane. Yeah. It's a good thing she ran away. Hmm. She also fisted all of those darts and threw them at once. That yes. was wild. She's really good at throwing stuff. Mm. Oh, that true. is true, yeah. High dexterity. I think it's most, it's most strength. She probably has a high score on both. You saw her leap over that fucking railing and, like, run through that house, man. She was, like, it was horrifying. She moved quick mm. and I loudly. I did like how they really made her footsteps sound really, really heavy. And they shook the cool. camera to really give the effect that there was a lot of power coming through. Yeah, yeah, they really did make her look like a bull a lot of times in this movie, which was cool. Mm. Mm. I liked when the speaker, when she was talking through it, was like bouncing out. Yes. It was wild. Yeah. It looked so like, stupid. She's screaming into this microphone and the speaker can't even take it. It looked like a cartoon. <laughs> Mrs. Honey's class looked, like, so much fun. She really put her heart and soul into that. Mm. That lady did a nice job. Yeah, I always wanted her to be my teacher. I had her. Her name was Mrs. Murad. I had Mrs. Tinger. Oh, Mrs. Tinger was an angel. She was, but she was pregnant with her, whatever her daughter, little daughter is. Yeah. So we only had her for half the year anyway. Mm. And then we had Mrs. Luckfield, and she was super nice, too. But I never saw her again after that. Well, that's how those things go, I guess. She I guess. got eaten by the Trunchbull. Yes. Mm. Wait, her name is Trunchbull? Yes. That's funny. Because, like, she's like a bull. And she's kind of like, you know half minute like a bull is a half person oh, no a minotaur is a half bull <laughs> half person and like when mrs honey and matilda are in her house mm -hmm. it's as if she's chasing them through a maze because they're trying to find their way out and they keep coming up against you know oh, that's fucking, interesting like a maze type thing that's a lot like the um that old greek yes jason um, oh bull in no. the children's oh. shop yes the, yes um, no, the story of the, the Minotaur there. I don't know which one it is, but. Oh, man. I'm, I might remember that one. Minotaur in a maze. From playing Hades. Mm. I think it's in there. Theseus. Mm. Ah, there you go. Yeah, it's a lot like that. It is I like feel. that. That's cool. In which case, that ties Danny DeVito is also in the movie Hercules, which is another Greek <laughs> oh, God. Yes, it is. thing. And so, technically, Matilda and Hercules are in the same universe. And he's a slimy little goat person in Hercules. Yeah. Like, can you imagine him not selling a used car in Hercules? No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, interesting. Yep. Except for I think Matilda would beat Hercules. Yeah. She could literally just pick him up and, like, <laughs> I feel like... This would be a fantastic and practical Joker's episode if you just took Danny DeVito to a used car lot and were just like had him actually selling used cars to people. I feel like he, I feel like he would just like kill it. He'd be so especially good at now. It. Like, are you kidding me? If Danny DeVito was like, "Hey, do you want to buy this car?" I'd feel so much pressure 
to buy that car. Yes. It's a social obligation Just to come home and tell people that Danny DeVito sold me a really (laughs) shitty car. Just for them to not believe you at all. Can you sign the windshield? Some other guy. All the used car salesmen look like that. Yep. Hmm. I have a really sad fun fact about this movie. So is it fun then? Not really. It's mostly just sad. Okay. Um, sad fact. Sad fact. Mara Wilson, who plays Matilda, her mom died of breast cancer while they were filming this. Mm. And oh. she finished filming. And Danny DeVito like stepped in and was like her dad on set all the time and like took care of her and like did her homework with her and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Danny DeVito's amazing. That makes me feel better about watching those scenes where he was, like, being awful to her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. He was her real-life Miss Honey. He really was. Aww. Whoa. Wow. So sad. That's who he should have been, Miss Honey. Yeah, and he should have played Mrs. Honey. Just give him a blonde wig. (laughs) They even dyed his hair blonde in this. Oh, my gosh. What if the adoption papers he signed at the end were actually adoption papers to adopt the girl that played Matilda? The real oh, adoption shit. papers? He got tricked into adopting her? No, he tricked her into getting adopted. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, what if those uh, adoption papers were actually for the son? Oh. Bum, bum, bum. And then they take Matilda and leave the son with Miss Honey? Yeah. No, they liked the son. I know. <laughs> But she didn't. (laughs) The thing is, if they had, like, figured out that she had powers, they could have pulled off some elaborate crimes. She wouldn't have done it. She was a good kid. She was a good kid. I mean, she only did torture a woman. Yeah, but only psychologically. So, like... Thievery. No. Stalking. She was throwing children. Breaking and entering. She rescued a... Destruction of personal property. True. Um... I don't think it's illegal to haunt someone. Um, Interfering with a uh, police investigation. A federal investigation. A federal investigation. um, Destruction of federal property. Matilda's actual list of crimes is very long. However, I do feel like the means justified the ends. Mm -hmm. But she is definitely a criminal. Well, she uses the dark side too, so. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But then she just like gives her. up her, her powers at the end. She's like, "I'm just going to use this to grab a book off the bookshelf over there." What better use would you use for that? I would. I mean, how many people do you really have to haunt throughout your life? I Not would, that many. No, I would make food. I would do anything I wanted to. I wouldn't just like give it up. I wouldn't be like, ah, well, that's the end of that. She enjoyed cooking, though. She's a baker witch. She mm-hmm. is a bakery witch. Yes, see her making me. those pancakes. She was enjoying herself. Mm. She Family made left, a and she baby. was living her best life. <laughs> I loved Miss Honey's little house, her yes. little cottage. First of all, fifty dollars a month. Fifty dollars a month. Mm-hmm. It, it had property. <laughs> she was having sex with him. Good for her. Hmm. Oh, that's what they meant by rhubarb farm. Oh, the famous rhubarb euphemism. Mm. I thought I missed something. 
Yeah, $50 a month is ridiculous. And that mm-hmm. was a cute little cabin. I mean, it didn't really show us very much of it, but it was so adorable. I mean, I would theorize it's probably a lot cheaper than the potential mortgage to pay on that mansion she had to move back into. Aside from all the fixing up, because it was pretty run down. There's a lot of work that had to go into getting it back into a nice livable... But Matilda's yeah. chalkboard note did say, give her back the house and the money. Oh, so it seems true. like she got a lot of money, I think. Mm. Um, I mean, just Trunchbull didn't spend a lot of it. Which brings us back to the question of how do we prove she's the murderer? Did we miss that? Did, was it a deleted scene? I think it's just implied. It's just implied. When Matilda the- says... I don't think he killed himself. And Miss Honey says, I don't think he did either. I think that's them confirming that she murdered him. That Trunchbull murdered him. Yeah. Which is crazy because she's so superstitious. It's weird to me when superstitious people would murder someone. Doesn't that seem like you're asking to be haunted? You would think the first thing she thought when stuff started going weird in the house is, it's him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even way before the painting comes back, like the first thing, how you, if you already are superstitious, you feel like it'd be ghost. You'd be like, oh no. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how you could be so superstitious and even live in that house or mm. be around any of that or be near Miss Honey. She also got away with it for like, what, like 15 years though? I mean, yeah, it had to be at least that. So she was living pretty comfy for a while. I mean, she didn't look like she lived an extravagant lifestyle. No. So she probably wasn't like just spending all the money. But at that point, why kill somebody to get all the money if all you're going to do is buy shitty cars and throw javelins at the wall and eat chocolate cake? And she lived for terrorizing those children. Yes. And yeah. she only had two outfits. Maybe that's just the closest house to the school. <laughs> I don't know. That's terrifying. I get no reasoning why she would want the money if she doesn't spend it. I hate this job, but it's a wonderful commute. <laughs> <laughs> you can't beat that walk. This one tree in the fall. <sighs> Gets me every time. This will be my fifth year saying hello to it. <laughs> and then goodbye. She's really like, so full of emotions, and we just only see the outside yeah. front that she puts on so she can main, maintain control, because if she was really as kind as she is inside, everyone would take advantage of her and walk all over her. Mm. And the last man that did that, well, she accidentally murdered him. Ooh, accidentally. Mm. With yeah. her freaking shot put. <laughs> oh, no. She was shot putting in the Blind garden. rage. No, blind rage. Oh, just oh. didn't even realize she had picked it up. Next thing she knew, he was just collapsed on his desk, and she had a bloody shot put in her hand. Oh, God. And then she brought him down to the school, and her and Cookie ground him up and fed him to the kids. Do you see the door close as there's a little bit of a face looking through the crack, and it's the the Miss Honey, and she's Mm. also got the mind powers, so she actually made that happen. And Trunchbull's like, oh, shit. Why Whoa. did I do so this? Miss Honey is the murderer. Mm. Patricide. And then when she sees her young self and Matilda, she's like, that's why she's like, it's so interested. And she's like, mm, this is going to be the same thing. <laughs> this movie's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Took it a way different direction. That really got out of hand fast. <laughs> now there are two of them. <laughs> mm. And like a master apprentice style. Mm-hmm. 
It is Stranger Things. That's Star Wars. What? Oh, I know, but (laughs) with all the kids that have mind powers, that's Stranger Things. It is. Yes. Wait, all the kids that have mind powers? No, just 11. Oh, but the other kids. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't paying. There's like, I think they missed a certain season or something. There are other kids that have brain powers? Yeah, she's well, not 11, anymore. so there was other numbers, too, before 11. Oh, like 1 through 9. And 10. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, he doesn't I, like 10. <laughs> I just wanted to name the single digits. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys want to do ratings? What'd you think? I'll go first. I don't think there's any reason for us to talk any more about this movie due to the fact that if you haven't seen it, you should just go watch it. If you mm-hmm. have seen it, go watch it again because that was awesome. I give this 10 slices of chocolate cake out of 10 slices of chocolate cake. Wow. Nice. Is that our first perfect score? No. Oh. I have also given the Muppet Family Christmas a perfect score. I have given Mr. Willoughby's Christmas a perfect score. Condor Man and um, Rocky and Bullwinkle are the only ones you're missing. I didn't take notes on Rocky and Bullwinkle the first time. I took them on a napkin. Okay. (laughs) Those are lost. (laughs) But I know for a fact I did not give it a 10 out of 10. But it was such a good movie. It's the standard. It was a pretty good movie. I still think about it every now and then. Oh, the best part was Keen, not Keen Peel, Keenan and Kel in the car <laughs> with the fax machine. Yes. yes. I have given two other perfect scores. Hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you liked it. I did. So I really enjoyed the message of this movie, which was that you can be so smart that you can do anything, which includes achieving telekinesis through reading mm-hmm. books, which I really liked. Um, I gave it 9 out of 10 javelin throws. Mm. Nice. I like that it also teaches you that um, torture is okay Mm. as long as, you know, they're kind of mean. As long as they deserve it, I think was the point. As long as they deserve it, yeah. If a person is bad, they deserve to be punished. That's right. That's what Danny DeVito said. That is. Yeah, she took that shit to heart. She did. Her whole life changed. Good that should her. have been her sign-off at the end. Mm. That would be her sign-off in the end of the movie. The horror movie. Oh, it's a little uh, like cross-stitch like over the... <laughs> like <laughs> above the doorway or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Tim, what did you think? Um, so this movie had some uh, straight-up uncomfortable and, dare I say, frightening moments. Uh, I think my mom made the right call in not allowing me to watch it as a kid. Um, I, I don't know if I'd watch it again, to be honest. Um, I loved how it was shot. The, uh, the uncomfortability. I have a hard time watching things that make me feel comfortable. And there were just some... I mean, that principal, the actress, just did a phenomenal job. And, it, it, yeah, it made me feel how she wanted me to feel. Um, I gave it eight hammered children or, <laughs> or eight, eight hammer thrown children. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. Yeah. Was that, I thought, it, okay. I thought it was hammered. Hammered is it's just hammered. Hammer, uh, hammer toss. Okay, eight, oh, toss. Eight hammer tossed children. Excuse me. <laughs> That's awesome. Out of 10, which is is good. I gave it eight out of 10. <laughs> For any confusion there. 
which I think may be one of my higher ones, actually. On a, I think so, too. That's a, a pretty high rating for you. Yeah, I was terribly selfish with Condor Man, I realized. And I'm sure I'll get called out on that for rating my own movie as high as I did. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that this overall was just, it was, yeah, it was a very beautiful piece of art. I'm so glad everyone liked it so much. I thought this movie held up really well. I thought it was a little bit slow moving and it took a long time for Matilda to get her powers. Um, But once she did, it really took off fast and Mm. a lot happened. And like, it got really scary, which I also thought was really nuts. Um, It might even be more scary than I remembered it as a child. Um, And I thought the casting was perfect. I only could come up with two people. You came up with... Two or three? I came up with two as well. Yeah, and you guys didn't come up with any? Like, this movie was pretty perfectly cast. They did a Mm. great job. And the effects were really good. So, I gave this a 10 out of 10 giant chocolate cakes. Ooh, nice. (laughs) Two full chocolate cakes. That's awesome. That's a a highly rated movie. Yeah. 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 This movie was great. I'm really excited to uh, watch the next one. What do you got for us, Riley? Next time, we are going to be watching... Eight-legged freaks. Oh. Okay. Spiders. I know the cover. <laughs> yes, spiders. Giant spiders. I'm it's like up spider. a similar alley to that the uh, Dancy Boys movie with the Tremors. It's kind of like a Tremors type idea. I've never seen either of those movies. Kind of. What year is that movie made? It's maybe even early two thousands. Okay. Oh. Maybe late nineties. I thought you were going to say 80s. Is it Luke Wilson no. that's in it? Um, man, so on par with any of my choices, I don't remember. I can picture the, I can, <laughs> the cover of the guy's face is like... No, it's David Arquette. Uh, I'll know when I see him, but that's not on his face. I don't think I know him as who he is. That makes sense. <laughs> and it's a 2002 movie. Mm. Oh. And I think it's scary. You got, so you guys haven't seen Tremors? No. Like, I know what it is, but I've not actually seen it. Oh, man, I might have to put that down. Throw it on there. I mean, it's a newer one for me, but it's an older movie, so it'll be like on one of the lists we'll get to way in the future because I have <laughs> so many that are more important than that, but it's a good one. Nice. I won't write it down. If it comes back, it comes back. <laughs> there you go. Well, we also have it on record now, too. So it's always available. Mm. Keep it spinning. Well, that's a wrap for this episode. We hope you had a magical evening with us here at Paramnesia Theater. Come back next time for a screening of Eight-Legged Freaks and an unbeatable sale on chocolate cake pops. Thanks for joining us and get home safe. Oh, wait, just I mean, speaking of chocolate cake, that was delicious chocolate cake. Thank yes. you. It was dark chocolate cake. It was mm. fantastic. It went perfect with the milk. It was lovely. It Thank reminded you. me of childhood. Nice. It was very good. What a compliment. Thanks, guys. Mm. (laughs) Thank you. Not this one. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Thank you for joining us here at Paramnesia Theater. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to support the channel by leaving a rating, telling a friend, and following us on Instagram at paramnesia underscore theater. See you at our next movie night.
please remember to replace the speaker on the post when you leave the theater.